Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Dear Diary, Adulting Sucks with Molly and Rachel. Hi, Rach. How are you doing today? Okay. Actually, I do have a quick story to tell you right off the bat of what happened to me today. Well, it's more of like a general question and then leading into a conversation. Um, Okay. Specifically for women, I guess. So when you're in the women's bathroom, right, Uh and um, you need to do something not number one, um, (laughs) and there's somebody else in the bathroom, do you wait until the other person leaves? Is that like a written rule? Like you're just like, it's like a standoff game. If both of you are in the stall and you hear no one doing anything and you just sit there and you're just like, okay, hello. And you know what? It's always me that gets up and leaves because I'm too fucking awkward and being like, you know what? I'm yes. just going to go in the fucking other bathroom. That happened to me today. Um, I had to get up and go to the other bathroom. <laughs> I don't know why it's like a, I don't know why it's like a thing because I'm sure guys, guys just pull out their pee-pees and just go. You know what they I don't mean? Poop and, through their, they don't poop through their pee-pees oh. though. They have to sit in a stall. I guess. I guess that's true. I, you know what? For the male listeners, do you guys also stop pooping when someone else comes in? The- <laughs> probably not. They probably don't care at all. I know. And we're, we're just sitting there and we're like holding in like farts and poop. And we're like, ah. Yeah. Who's going to break first? It was me. I always break first. I always feel so awkward. I'm just like, I'm going to just do this in private. Going really? to the bathroom is a private thing. Yeah, I do that. Really? Unless it's with friends. Oh, yeah. Well, the other day I went to the bathroom with my friend, and I knew she had to poop, because she told me, and um, she was like, because I, I was just sitting by the, like, we have this mirror in the bathroom, I was just sitting there reading, and just waiting for her to get done, and this lady walks out, and she goes, Molly, and I said, what? And she goes, is anybody in here? And I said, no, and I looked, and no one was in there, and she goes, okay, sorry about this. And I said, oh my God, what's going to happen? She let out the biggest fart. <laughs> God. I don't, it's so funny because like women think it's like, here's just like, you have to be polite and not talk about, you know, going other than peeing and not farting. And I'm just like, here we are like f- talking about shitting and farting and like shitting yeah. ourselves. Yeah. Whatever. Everybody so goes to, to the bathroom. Leave? Yeah, I feel too uncomfortable. Like, I'm just, like, oh. I'm always the one that, like, I sit there for a little bit. I'm just like, okay, I'm going to win this time. I never win. Mm-hmm. I always get up and go to a different bathroom because I just feel so awkward. I think that we can all agree and probably assumed that I am the opposite because of that story. <laughs> <laughs> because of that story we told a little bit ago. Um, and if we're not, if we're both not doing anything, I click it in my head that we both have to poop. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I don't care. <laughs> they know I'm in here. Like, <laughs> That's why if, whenever, that's why we're in the bathroom, right? And and then we always come out of the bathroom and we're like, wow, some lady just fucking ripped yeah. apart. And we're like, can you believe that shit? Because <laughs> I remember, I'm like, and I'm just like, uh, and I'm so immature because then I'm thinking, I'm like, everybody farts and everybody poops and everybody does number three or whatever in between and you know and I'm just like it's just so funny when you're in the bathroom and you're like women know this silent game but they're just like waiting and then someone is just like I don't give a fuck fuck I'm gonna fart and lays out the nastiest fart and we're like wow you were you were holding that one in huh mama yeah Mm -hmm. um another thing that happened today is can I'm wearing a new I bought a new uh sweater Oh, I like it. I was going to ask yeah. you if that was new. It looks nice. It's white. I know. You are not good it's with white. white clothes. So, I know. I'm not. Listen, I literally, like, cannot function as a normal human being without getting something messy. So, with that being said, so, I went downstairs um, to get some yogurt and some fruit after I worked out. And I clocked in from work. And uh, I went back upstairs. Oh, no. And then I, when I got my fruit, I went to the, their, the, my work store and I bought a crew neck because whatever. I just bought one. Mm-hmm. It's white. Um, <laughs> I typically don't bite white clothing because I am a messy bitch. But I'm like, you know what? It's fine. I'm fine. We're fine. Everything's going to be fine. Uh-oh. Did you get something Kay. on it? 
So, so I go upstairs and I'm talking to one of my coworkers and we're just like, you know, like saying our good mornings and how was your days and blah, 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 blah. And then um, as I was doing that, I was shaking my protein shake. Okay. My protein shake is a chocolate, it's chocolate mint. Okay. Okay. Ew. Okay. Sorry. Mint chocolate. I don't know why I said chocolate mint. Whatever. Mint chocolate. I'm shaking that. Okay. And as I'm talking to him, I just get hit with wet and I'm like, what? And I wipe, and I look, and it's because my protein bottle wasn't closed all the way. So, oh, no. I looked Can I see? Out. Is it no, still there? No, because here's the thing, is that I had a Tide stick, motherfucker. I had oh, a Tide stick yeah. in my desk. So I'm just sitting oh, there, and my yeah. my one coworker, he's laughing, and I'm just like, can you, I was like, I literally, like, I need somebody to fucking burp me, feed me, and, like, give me a bib, because I fucking cannot function. Mm-hmm. with any clothing like yeah. Al- oh like Alex and I would have gone on a date right and um um I would get like something on my shirt and she'd be like are you fuck you sh- like why you need to put it in your mouth and it's like I just I'm I guess I'm so expressive when I'm I think eating, it you know happens I, mean? I think for you it only happens when the shirt is like new too <laughs> like the I shirt cr- is brand I gotta new. taint it yeah yeah I, I gotta uh, christen it with my Rachelness. Yeah, it has to get used to what it's getting into for sure. <laughs> yeah, but that's what that's what happened with me. It's a longer story, but what about how was your day? My day was good. Um, it was fine. My mom asked me that, and she knows I don't really enjoy my job. And she goes, she goes, "How was your day?" And I say, "It's fine. How was your day?" <laughs> And yeah, I said, it's fine. You, Move on. I said, do you see what time it is? Yeah, it's it's uh, almost five o'clock. I get off at four thirty. How do you think my day went? <laughs> yeah, uh, mom, I need to like decompress everything yeah. that just happened today. Mm-hmm. I know my day was kind of boring. I, nothing really happened because I really? was just sticking to myself. I was listening to a lot of podcasts today. People um, I talked to were just jerks. There you go. There you go. Um. Okay, well, today's topic, well, mm-hmm. welcome to episode 10. You guys oh! have made it thus far. Shoot, I had a question for you, too. Oh, god damn it, bitch. Okay, rewind. What was your question? Okay, my question is, did you get anything from your work for Employee Appreciation Day last Friday? My work does it a different month. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we got, um... We got a sweater or something like that, and then we got a tin of, like, a bucket of Garrett's popcorn. Wow. Yeah. You want to know what I got? What? A phone Wait. stand. Oh, that's... Why? Yeah, but Alex's sister got something so much better than you. That's because she's in a training group, and since I'm no longer in training, mm. um, we get all this stuff, and it's so funny, because everyone... Because we're in office for right now, and... Um, for everyone who's been there a while, they're like, the hell is this? <laughs> I know when I was, when I was there at my work for uh, a year, um, they sent me a, um, keychain that says one year. And I said, wow. Oh my gosh. That's like what you get from AA. <laughs> yeah, I said, a chip. Thank you for this chip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. What am I supposed to do with it? <laughs> I'm one year sober. Of, I can't uh, believe you've been there that long. Bitch, I know. I'm like a serial job taker. I know. Normally you have a different job every six months, but this one's I doing know. pretty well. Sorry, the train's going through. Um, yeah, okay, ma- I know. Big girl. Big big girl jobs. Big girl moves. True. Look at us go. I have to pay for, for bills. I got bills, baby. Oh my god, don't. I don't even want to talk about it. Okay. Well, going back into our topic, yes. again, welcome to episode 10. Yay! Um, yeah, guys, wow. Episode 10. Thank you for letting us, I don't know, christen your ears with our voices for 10 episodes of this. Um, yeah. But today's episode is about, like, acceptance. Acceptance. Accepting mm-hmm. self. Ex- like, uh, coming to terms with accepting in that kind of nature. Um I think accepting is 
one of the hardest things that people have to go through um, over the course of their whole entire life. I don't think it's a kind of a, something that you sit there and you say, well, I'm I'm good. Like, this is this is something that I learned and, you know, that's it. And, like, whatever, I'm good with it. I'm not good with it. I think it's just something that's, like, over the course. You gradually learn snippets in here and there and there and there. Um, but, so, to start off the bat, I got a question for you. Okay. And my question is, is what do you struggle with the most? With acceptance with yourself. So, that could be, like, your personality and or like the people that you hang around and relationships and stuff like that yeah um so I think the hardest thing to accept about myself oh my gosh how long do you have um (laughs) (laughs) um is probably the way that I look I don't really Mm. a lot of (sighs) I don't really dress up. I don't ever dress up. Like, I don't like to... I mean, sometimes... I mean, I look nice. Uh, sometimes. Yeah. I just don't really like to wear a dress. And it's not for any particular reason. Like, it's not because, um, like, I don't like dresses. I do. It's just... Um, I'm making myself sound so awful right now. But it's because of my how much I weigh. Like... Because I just don't. It's not because of that. It's because I end up getting hurt because my thighs rub together and then I get a rash for like four days. Oh my god. Yeah. So. Thick thighs save lives, buddy. <laughs> do they? Whose yeah. lives are they saving? I guess mine because I'm not going to get kidnapped. But. <laughs> I always think about that. That I'm not so going to get kidnapped. So kind of. Kind of with, uh, like, confidence and, like, accepting, like, your state of what you're in. That's Mm -hmm. kind of what you're struggling with, if I'm getting that correctly. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I can, I I think, like, a lot of people can relate to that, too. It's just, like, body image and self-confidence and, like, um, accepting who you are is, like, so very difficult. It's very difficult to um, come to terms with you're like, okay, well, this is this is the narrative of my story right now. Am I going to change that or am I just going to play along in this, you know, side story, if you right. get my drift? Um, mm-hmm. What specifically would you say that you struggle with the most, like with accepting it, I guess? Because acceptance is universal, you know what I mean? It's, right. It, there's no left or right there's no one way to answer or not like yeah Mm -hmm. um I think that it's hard to accept that I am that I am a different size than I used to be because I'll try on clothes and I'll be like oh they don't fit anymore and then I'm like okay well I guess I have to go to the gym and I have to start eating right but then when I go to do that I just don't like it so I'm like, it's hard to accept that I have to start a new lifestyle because I'm not as young as I used to be, so I don't get to eat whatever I want and not worry about it. And also, right. I sit for my job now. I used to walk for my job. Yeah. So would you say that, like, self-talk back to yourself is yeah. something that's very big struggling? So, like, mm-hmm. with, with what you... When you look in the mirror, you the first thought you have in your mind is something negative. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Something that you want to change about yourself. <laughs> Always. Yeah. Since I was probably I... a teenager. <laughs> or since, I, yeah. Okay, well, I wanted to connect that, too, because in 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 my struggles with acceptance kind of goes in a different route, but I wanted to connect that, too, with um, the way that you talk to yourself is the way that your parents would talk to you. Okay. Do you get that? Yeah. That's kind of, like, a revelating, like, statement to me because I'm just, like, when I think of myself and I think about my body and I think about the way that I'm acting and my manners and my mannerisms and stuff like that, I am very hypercritical of myself. I think that, like, when I'm, like, I'm losing weight, obviously. We talked about my weight journey and stuff like that. 
Um, but for me, like I can be like losing a lot of weight in my face and, you know, my arms are getting more toned and stuff like that. And, you know, I'll look in the mirror and I'll be like, okay, well, you know, this is, this is going right. But like this, God, right. My thighs, my, my ass, like this doesn't look right. And this doesn't look like, so I'm like super always hypercritical of myself. And I have to translate that, translate that to, of my parents are also very critical of Mm -hmm. me and they have always have been. So, I, we're not trying to diss parents, right? No. And we're not trying to diss our parents because we have both come in, you know, we've we've grown, right? Right. And we've, mm-hmm. you know, we don't have necessarily the worst of parents. Um, no. But do you think that you can relate to that with, like, your, you, not necessarily, like, the way that you think of yourself body image-wise, but, like, your parents, the way that you talk to yourself is the way that your parents would talk to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember... Growing up, I would, um, my, my parents would always be like, um, they'd make little comments that like, you know, it was just like, it was back then. That's how it was back then. Like Mm -hmm. if you weren't small, you were big, you know, Mm -hmm. and, uh, nothing was really body positive or anything like that. Like you never saw like on magazines or whatever. And, um, so my parents always feared that I would, like, get larger in size because, well, I don't know, just because I didn't really care. So um, they'd always be like, like, they made comments like, um, are you sure you want to eat that? Or, mm-hmm. hey, you may want to start exercising or taking walks or whatever. And I'd be like, great, don't talk to me for a week. Like, <laughs> I'm like, sweet. I didn't ask for your input. Yeah. Um, I think I remember one time when we were in college, you were having a conversation with me, and I think um, you expressed that your your parents um, at the time were just, like, kind of, in, in whatever you were doing, you were, they were just like, you're going to wear that. Like, is that what you're, like, that doesn't. They still that, do that. Yeah, that's not going to get you any boyfriend. And I think I was yeah. so shocked because, like, one, my, just because of my, my family dynamic, like, my parents know not to speak to me like that because I'm such a hothead. Mm-hmm. I, I, my mother and I are fire with fire, fire. I mean, like, I am her byproduct, so I am kind of exactly like her. Oh, I but, know. Um, <laughs> yeah, but for you, like, when, when your mom said that to, to you, I was just like, oh my god. But, like, now thinking about it, because after I saw that statement is the way that you talk to yourself is the way that your parents talk to you, mm-hmm. I think about that, and I, since we're talking about acceptance and stuff like that, I was translating that and trying to relate to you and me about how our parents are, and, um, yeah, I feel like our parents are so drastically different, but the way that you talk to yourself and the way that I talk to myself are so completely different, like... I would say that you probably are more negative towards yourself and I'm more critical. Like I have like constructive criticism for myself. Yeah. Like I like I like the sandwich me- method rather with <laughs> you you're kind of just like well you don't look good today and that's whatever. Like yeah, whatever I'm not doing this right today. today. Yeah. Yeah, that and that's how today's going to gonna be. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, and I kind of like I think that like when when we talk about the narratives of both of us, right, our own complete different stories, I think that we are impacted by the decisions of other people and therefore the decisions of our parents. You know, from a young age, we kind of, um, no, from a young age, there's no kind of. Well, from a young age, we were impacted by the decisions made prior to us being able to communicate. Yeah. So I'd like to connect that to if we're impacted by the decisions from the people that, you know, made those decisions before, like, we were able to talk and we were able to think and, like, connect um, even a sense of realism towards us in our in our path, like, for our own self, you know, identification, um, I have to wonder that it's not so much that I am so regretful towards the the decisions that my parents have made for me because obviously like I'm here today and I I am fortunate to have the things that I had however you know um 
just the way that I am and the way that I act and the way that my mannerisms are, are a byproduct of my parents and my family and the people that basically my environment, right? You're a product of your environment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's so cool to think about because I think that's kind of how everybody gains their sense of <laughs> why are you laughing? Because I feel like I'm a, um, what's it called? I feel like I'm a chameleon. I adapt as my environment changes. That, I mean, that's so true, though, that, like, since we are a product of our own environment, like, each one of us, like, we have, we grew up in different families, right? And we had mm-hmm. either a good childhood, a bad childhood, an in-between childhood, you know what I mean? It, whether it was good or bad or in-between, like, we still gained like we grasped from different personalities, different experiences from everybody that we met and the decisions made by our parents at that time. Um, Yeah. So for me, acceptance kind of looks more towards of my personality and my, how I dealt with like emotions and stuff like that. I think that um, from an earlier age, I've always struggled with anger and you know how to deal with my emotions I was just very I was very forward with my emotions and um it was either forward all the way or not at all and I was very zero to a hundred all the time um and Mm -hmm. I think yeah I think that I'm like finally gaining a sense of like how (laughs) to um cope and like learn and to I don't know change that narrative for myself but I think that I resented mm-hmm. more towards my family because of the way that I was acting because of a couple experiences of, you know, me coming out and having that experience. And then mm-hmm. two, like, again, my I was very fortunate enough to, for my parents to provide literally everything for me. Like, I had a roof over my head. I had luxuries. I went on vacations and stuff like that. However, like, they, provi- they provided me financial stability right. and stuff like that. But what the one thing that they lacked was emotional stability like I never thought that um it was okay to necessarily show emotion like I would come home and I would be angry and then I would be questioned as to why I was angry and if it was even worth to being angry so it kind of dismissed of what I felt so over time it like morphed and changed of like I'm angry and I'm gonna fucking tell you why I'm angry and this is the information and I like could give less than a fuck of what you think about that and (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's kind of how I put it. Like, I'll I'll give out my emotion, but since I was kind of taught to not share that and be like, well, is it really worth it to feel that way and like that? So I always felt the need of, like, sharing my feelings yeah. and then explaining it and then leaving it on the table and then quickly changing it to a, a 100 to 0 and being like, I don't – I could – I could give less than a fuck if I hurt your feelings and whatever. So I think it was very detrimental to, like, my relationships in all aspects of my family, my friends, and my relationship with Molly. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah, but the one thing that I always think... I did not grow up like that. I know. Well, that's so so interesting to talk about, though, is that, like, both of us have different realms of acceptance. Like, you with your... Yeah. body image and self-confidence and I feel like along the way I think that your self-confidence has come and gone so it's interesting to see you at your highest and it's interesting to see you at your lowest um of like confidence wise and the way that you talk about yourself and stuff like that like and I don't know I, I don't know I know I miss I because there's so many different like I have different, I kind of have aspects of my personality that come out when I'm skinny, because I was really skinny at Mm. one point when we were in college, and I was like, I look fantastic, Mm -hmm. and then I'd be like, I wouldn't care, like, whatever, and now I'm like, I'm like, yeah, like, if anybody is like, oh my gosh, did you lose weight, and I'm like, no, but thank you. Yeah. I wish. <laughs> That's the hope. I w- yeah, one day. <laughs> I went to bed and I woke up and I was, you know, still still me. You all right? I was still yep. did not lose a dime. Unfortunately, but- <laughs> it's fine. Unfortunately. No, I get I get that. I mean, like, losing weight and, like, that kind of stuff, especially for women, is, like, a whole other topic. Like, it's a whole, like, 
four hour plus conversation. I know. I don't understand how men drop it so much faster. It pisses me off. Yeah. I think that... I get it. I think that, too, that, again, correlating back to, like, the way that you talk to yourself, like, if I think about it, and I'm just, like, I saw a video, actually, and it was just, like, you have, oh, my God, she said a large number. She was, like, you have, like, 2,000 blah, blah, blah thoughts a day, and, like, over half of them are negative, and, um, and when you think about it, it's just, like, okay, I have this many number of thoughts a day, statistically, and over half of them are negative? Mm-hmm. Like, how, is, is that me? That's so sad. Is, is that me consciously doing it? Or, like, so, is it subconsciously or unconsciously? It's not unconsciously. It's subconsciously, isn't it? Subconsciously, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's an interesting conversation and difficult conversation to have because I feel like it, your acceptance is, like, the circle bubble, right? It's, like, in the center, and there's so many other mm-hmm. subcategories. There's, like, thousands of subcategories and stuff like that. Um, and peeling off to, like, the negative thoughts and stuff like that of, like, you have this many negative thoughts and you you choose to have those thoughts, right? You choose to, you know, the first thing, you wake up in the mirror and you immediately want to change something about yourself. Okay, well, yeah. when you look in the mirror, why don't you try to look at yourself and rewrite that story for yourself rewrite that morning for yourself and you say you know what (sighs) my hair looks great today it looks it's going it's moving in the right places I put it up like nothing's sticking out it's great not like oh my god like my hair is so disgusting and I need to put it up today because it looks bad greasy whatever etc um I don't know I think that's it's a different it's it's hard for acceptance acceptance is like a universal thing it can go into different ways of like again you're talking about like self-confidence and body images and I'm talking about personality and emotional side too so um yeah can I give you a compliment really quick okay bitch okay (laughs) did you just do your eyebrows they look really good (gasps) mommy yes I did actually because I was told that they were looking a little uh Frito Kahlo-ish so oh my god yeah (laughs) <laughs> we hate when your eyebrows get free to call. I know. Well, then again, you do remember when I was, like, looked horrible and I just made my eyebrows to be, like, a Sharpie. Oh, my gosh, I a know. Sharpie line. That was in high school. A high school and a bit really of college, too. That. Yeah, I was. Yeah, but I didn't meet you until we were juniors. I know, and then everybody, they're just like, yeah, I don't know why you did that. And I said, well, I didn't love myself, so that's why. Yeah. I wanted to I like when you put a... St- a slit a line through yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I got a memory the other day where you had a slit. I know. Everybody eyebrow. said that was... <laughs> my parents were like, did you do that on purpose? And I'm like, no. I missed. No, my slit. <laughs> yeah. I, I cut it down perfectly down. I, I, I swear to God, I don't know and what They happened. look really good. Oh my God, Molly. Stop it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So more on a serious tone. I, oh God. maybe Brace this is yourself. actually a really good question because of the way that the, the answer that you gave for your acceptance. What is something okay. that you wish you could have told your younger self or maybe like knowledge or provided to your younger self that you think would be beneficial? How much younger? Mm. <laughs> like a lot younger? Yeah, let's say childhood. Like when I was a kid? Yeah, let's say childhood, early childhood. Um, I would say don't care as much about what other people think because you're not going to see them in 10 years. The quote or the thing that I pulled back from one of the podcasts that I was listening to is they were kind of like talking about, they were talking about strangers not liking you or you're having a stranger or like somebody that, you know, dislike you or you whatever, or say something negative towards you. And they were like, well, does it hurt? And they were just like. I don't need to receive love for them. I have no love for them, technically. So, hold on. I'm not saying it right. Hold on. It says, I was... um, Okay. I was not looking for love from that person. Therefore, it shouldn't affect me. Because truly, the ones that we love, right, are relationships, family, friendships, 
whenever they say something, whenever they do something that's hurtful, it'll hurt. However, if, like, somebody online tells me that, like, I look like a, like a hippie, like a stupid, dumb bitch, whatever, whatever, it's not gonna necessarily hurt, because then you have to rewrite, and we're like, yeah, of course, negative comments towards yourself will always bother you, however, Mm -hmm. are you gonna let that bother you? Are you gonna let that stranger who knows nothing about you that's what i don't understand is that whenever someone says something like under their breath but like when they're walking past you unless it's something nice i don't understand why you have to say it right there Mm -hmm. like i don't care that you say it at all um however can you like not say it so that i can hear you like can you (laughs) say it in the privacy of your cubicle like (laughs) i'd rather not hear it and it's fine if you want to say it just don't say it next to me going off a little tangent we're on a tangent but so going back to um something you wish you could have told your younger self so that's that's it that's a good Okay, so that's a good statement to have for you. I like that statement. I think for me, it's, I would have said that, you know, be more authentic with your, with yourself. I think that, like, since coming out was so hard for me, um, I truly hid my identity and it does a lot to that person. And... Just because of my emotionally unavailable family, I kind of was shown that, like, I had to become this hard rock always. And whenever I was not that hard rock, I was like, well, what what else am I? Like, I can't be, like, anyway, anyway else. So it's, it's taken a long yeah. time and a shit ton of therapy sessions to get to the <laughs> where I am now. Um, but actually, like, I, okay... I watched this TV show called Station 19. Okay, super irrelevant. But did you watch the new episode? It, it just—I think it just coming is coming out in like four minutes, so I have to watch it. No, I mean, did you watch the one from last? Yes, week that you were I was off? very nervous for it. I watched it, anyways. So this past episode, sorry, um, this firefighter is kind of like I kind of relate to her a lot because she's um, a hard ass. She's always hard on herself. She's always moving. Blah blah blah. She has a mental breakdown. She has this breaking point, and she's starting to um, basically throw away all of her relationships and stuff like that. She's pushing everybody away because she's trying to get back on top when she's repetitively going back down on the ground. Like she's giving kick down, and she's she needs rest. She needs sleep. She needs like, and she's mentally unwell. So right. <laughs> she has like this therapy session, and her therapist was kind of just like the way that you talk to yourself would you talk to yourself the way that do would you talk to yourself in the way that you would speak to your five-year-old self ten-year-old self like would you speak to her like would you speak to little Rachel would you speak to little Molly like that and um yeah and so in that moment she was just like you need to put this little girl to rest like, you need to, like, put her at ease. You need to let her rest. Like, she's she's done now, and now you're an adult. Like, you're, you're moving on to the next chapter, and she had a very emotional moment, and so I have to tie that into, like, me is that who I was back then in high school. I was a nightmare to, not, I wouldn't say everybody, but I was a nightmare to my family just because I was so closed off and stuff like that. I had a lot of resentment. I had a lot, a lot of anger and I couldn't control all that anger. Um, <laughs> so I bottled it up and, and it just has slowly translated to our relationship now. Um, I mean, like my family and I, we don't have that kind of relationship where we share everything and that's fine because there's not, like not every relationship needs to be like that, but um, definitely has gotten a lot better. But I connect that, watching that, I connected to that, and I'm just like, the way that I was back then, I would have never thought now that it would have gotten better, or that I would have accepted who I was, or um, even remotely thought of the acceptance. I'm just like, wow, I'm 
I'm gay. This is like so wrong. Like, you know, I like I went through all those things Mm -hmm. as a person and my personhood, like it shifted so much all the time. So I just think about I don't know. I just think it's a rant. I just think about that. It's just that I love it. I would never talk to myself if I were speaking to like a little Rachel. So I think that's I don't know. You know, I don't think I would either. I wouldn't talk to little Molly, although I'm a lot more. I think we've gone opposite. Mm-hmm. Like, I think your walls have started to crumble and mine just went up. Yeah. Like, as I got older. Because yeah. when I was younger, I used to not care. Like, I used to just do whatever I want. I was so nice. I did anything for anybody. I still do that. But I, I'm i more reserved now. Yeah. Because yeah. of, you know, my life. Yeah. You know, things happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's funny that, yeah, I would definitely not, I don't know what I would tell little Molly. I think it's, it, it can, like, when you think about it and you sit your, with yourself in, in that raw moment, it could be very emotional. Just because everybody yeah. has, like, if I'm, like, thinking about it, not that I'm going to get tearful on this podcast. Are you going to cry, Bitch, don't even tell me <laughs> I need a good cry. No. <laughs> no but like I think that when you allow yourself to sit there and just think about it and you um, relive not well I mean I guess not necessarily relive all of your experiences but maybe with what you're struggling most and relate that to if you were still struggling with the same thing 10 years ago five years ago Mm what would you still speak to yourself the same way that you did when you were younger and I and then I always the answer I feel like is always no like, yeah. I, first of all, I would never swear as much to that little Rachel. <laughs> yeah, I do now. <laughs> first of all, I, but, um, <laughs> I think that we also have to think of is that we kind of dictate what our own world would look like. You know what I mean? And what world would we want to live in if we fucking hated it ourselves? You know what I mean? Like, why would we, like what world would we want to? continue to go on the journey and and live every single day and the rest of our lives if we just woke up and every single day we fucking hated ourselves and we didn't accept ourselves yeah and we didn't you know find little joys and quirks that you like about yourself I think that's just (laughs) I think that's so empty you know what I mean and I yeah that's so sad yeah I don't know um what was you had a question right you wrote down a question it was a cheesy one I did. I wrote down a couple questions. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's hear a cheesy one. Okay, so, um, I guess this one's kind of serious. Yeah, you can do that Oh, one. well, this one's... Yeah, okay. The serious No, one you can do whatever one? one you want. Okay, so this one's kind of serious. It says, do you struggle accepting the things you cannot control? Interesting. <laughs> I told you I came prepared a little bit. <laughs> um, do I struggle with the things that I can't control? Accepting. Accepting the things you can't control. Um, I think for me personally, because of the way that I, my personality is, I I like to always be in the know. I think that I have a very controlling personality, which I've kind of accepted and people love it or hate it, you know what I mean? Um. Right. I think that, can my, can my answer be in, in the middle? Because I think that it it might dictate (laughs) on... What the situation would be, I don't know. I, I yeah. guess it just really depends on... The, I think I think ultimately, no. I think that I would like to think that I, if I can't control it, then it's out of my willpower and it's something that I can't necessarily, like, sit on and bask in. You know what I mean? But knowing me, mm-hmm. I would bask in that motherfucker. You know what I mean? I would sit in there and be like, yeah, yeah okay, let's fucking sort this... Yeah, so... That's a good one. I like that one. Thank Molly. You. Okay. I know. Oh my god. Okay. Um Okay, go ahead. You so, want yeah. No, you do another one. Oh. So, well, actually I was going to answer the okay. question. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> so I was going to say the only thing that I struggle accepting that's out of my control is other people's reactions to things that I either say or do. Mm, I know. Oh like, my god. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I do. I hate, I keep things to myself because I don't want people to be like, 
that's stupid. Why the fuck did you say mm-hmm. that? Because I just don't want that to happen. And Or I keep things to myself because I don't want anyone to get mad at me or upset at me or and then later on I'll talk like they'll mention it and I'll be like oh my gosh I was thinking the same thing Mm -hmm. and they'd be like yes and I'd be like oh I should have said it oh I guess that's okay (laughs) I yeah no that totally that does make sense that you totally do do that yeah what I do that one um Mm -hmm. okay so do you want to hear my other question or did you No. yeah well I got one I'll do my one can be the one that we end on but go ahead yeah. Okay. Okay. So my last, my, my last one, my second one, um, <laughs> was, do you hope or do you hope slash think people say, no, what the, f- what did I write? <laughs> she can scratch. Yeah. Do you hope or think people say, what do you <laughs> hope or think people say about you when you're not around? Oh my God. That kind of ties into what I'm going to say next, but I would hope that people would see me as, um, reliable, accountable. I was thinking reliable. Yeah. Oh my God. I, I would like to think that I'm a reliable and accountable person. Like when I, I think now, I, I have to say that you, back then I was not definitely accountable. Like, if I, like, made you upset, I would be like, I would, like, I'm a, I would gaslight you all the fuck. I would be like, well, like. Yeah, you would. You still do that to me. I know. I know. Hey. <laughs> yeah, bitch, shut up. We're growing. Let's <laughs> talk about growing, yeah, not right. things that we still do. Right. <laughs> no. I think that, like, accountability, I, I think that I have started more gradually you know, accepting my own defeats and, like, owning up to my own mistakes and stuff like that when I know that I made a mistake, even though it fucking kills me because I'm always right. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not. I know. <laughs> no, she is. It's fine. Even when you're, even when she's wrong, she's correct. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. But. Don't you um, forget it. Yeah, I would hope people would think that I'm reliable. I think of that also, like, I, I could consider myself as a a caring individual when I would like to be so when somebody comes to me like I would hope that they would feel safe and secure with like giving me that knowledge and stuff like that so period with a little comedic (laughs) a little comedic output as well yeah yeah I agree agree. yeah what about you Um, so I would hope that people say about me is that I'm reliable, um, that I am someone that, like, if you, if you needed something and you didn't know if anyone around you would do it for you, I hope that they would look for me because I'd do it for them. Oh my God. No matter who they are. Yeah, you would. Oh my God. (laughs) We're just hiding I know. It could literally be anything. I literally, I used to work at a foot clinic. Uh, a podiatrist office and everyone this one guy walked in and he had cat poop on his shoe and the doctor (laughs) asked us to clean it and no one did it and no one was like everyone was like I'm gonna throw up I cannot do it and I said I'll do it oh god you (laughs) know and I did it you're probably the one that touched the cheese just for fun ew the cheese touch (laughs) Um, probably. Okay. So the last thing that we'll connect to, and then we'll kind of end this kind of episode, but my, so tying into kind of what your question was, which is so fucking funny. Um, what do you want to be remembered by? Like this. Oh, what do you want to be remembered by? My good luck. Oh, bitch. There we go. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Wow, we've really come full circle with this episode. <laughs> yeah, we're like, I'm fine. Um, yeah, I'm fine. Uh, I want to be remembered for um, being a good listener, um, being someone who's there for you when other people aren't. Um, I just like people. I want everyone to like me, even people though I know that not everyone likes me. But oh, that's me. Yeah. Don't you forget it. Um, but I want to be remembered for, um, I don't know. I think, I think you 
I think a good also thing to add on to you is that I would remember you by somebody that would always, like, be their true self. Like, I feel like you've always kind of been like that. You haven't been, like, a necessarily a fake person. Like, you've always, you know, I don't know. When I've, since I've known you, you've always put, like, your one foot in and one foot out, you know, that kind of thing. But you're still the same Molly, so that I can kind of, you know, congratulate you and uh, praise you for that. Just because... You know, you kind of want somebody that's, you kind of look up to somebody that's going to always be and and express their true self, so. Oh my god, Rachel. You shut your whore mouth right now. We need to stop that. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel. I think, okay, stop. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I think for me is that mine's kind of more towards like, I want people to remember, it's going to sound stupid. I want people to remember my flaws. I want people to remember my flaws. I will. And, <laughs> bitch, you have a lot. <laughs> Who can forget? Yeah. Let me just crank out my scroll here. No, I'm just yeah, No, but I want people to remember my flaws and to kind of correlate that to the person that I was over the course of my whole life and stuff like that and what I did with it and my experiences, you know, like my flaws is I'm very (laughs) forward. I can be very forward with my responses. Sorry, goose is growling. I can be very forward with my responses. You know, I'm again, I'm zero to a hundred. I, you know, I'm, I have a lot of, you're not really like, no, I'm like zero to 50. (laughs) Yeah. You're like zero to like, 55. Yeah. But I I think that I don't know. I want people to remember that like even with my flaws, I still tried to be my authentic self. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So, well, can I tell you what I'll always remember about you? Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will always remember um I'm pretty sure you do this no matter what. Um, but that you always um, try to make people feel good. Like, mm. like I'll tell you a joke, and even if it's not funny, you'll laugh at it. Like you always, like you want people to feel like they're appreciated, no matter what they're doing. Oh, Molly! Wow, we're getting a little steamy up in here. We're getting a little <laughs> <Yeah>. sappy. <laughs> wow, 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 wow! Um, <laughs> need to clean up my glasses. Yeah. <laughs> You need to clean them in regardless because those bitches are dirty. Oh, true. God damn it. You never clean your fucking glass. Oh, my God. I can see the dirt from over here. Okay. Did you see the eyelash? Yeah, that was bad. Um, Okay, so we will wrap up this episode. But, again, I just kind of want to go into the recap of, you know, this this episode was talking about accepting ourselves and kind of our our struggles with acceptance and um, what what we have been learning. I think that... um, it's so hard in the world that we live in to wake up every day and find positive things. I can't even, like, account for myself to be doing that. So I'm, I would be a hypocrite to say that I would be waking up and be like, wow, everything is sunshine and rainbows. <laughs> no, I'm not. But I'm just saying that <laughs> the way that you talk to yourself and the way that you think about yourself really affects your output on life, your output on yourself, and just your identity as a whole. So I think that um, you have to always question the why. Why am I being like this? Why am I the way that I am? You can even think about, you know, bad guys don't think that they are bad guys. They think that in some way they're doing justice right, and are doing something right, or they're protecting something, if you think about that, okay? Wow. Bad guys don't think that they're actually bad guys. It doesn't excuse what they do, but when you deep dive into, like, their history and stuff like that, it gives an explanation, right? I'm the way that I am because of trauma and my family and, you know, past experiences. You know, that's what I'm saying. It's just, like, we're impacted by decisions. We're impacted by... um, family output were in in protection and the way that we emotionally are and when we are the like we when we're shown a certain way when we're younger it really reflects onto how we are oh, a yeah. lot of people with mommy and daddy issues you know what i mean <laughs> i 
know it. But um, mm-hmm. I hope in this podcast you guys can reflect on if you truly accept yourself, what you're really struggling on, and um, just kind of changing your own narrative. Like, are you are you okay with yourself? Are you accepting of your identity and your personality? Or um, are you loving your monsters? Because at the end, it would just be redemption. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I don't know. I think this is more of a light-hearted therapy session for both you and me. Hopefully. I mean... It felt like therapy. My word. I liked it, though. I haven't been in a while. (laughs) Can you be my therapist? Bitch, no. Yeah. No, I don't want it. No. Um, (laughs) No. Um, But yes, guys, thank you so much for listening to us for ten episodes. Bitch! I can't believe it's been ten. Look at us go. I know. (laughs) Um, Let's see. So, yeah, as always... Listen to our podcast. Follow us on Apple Podcast. Yep. Uh, Listen to us on Apple. (laughs) Listen. Don't forget to listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And follow us on our Instagram at uh, Dear Diary Adulting Sucks. S U K S. (laughs) (laughs) And that's all. Yeah. Okay. Just. Just remember, guys, that you are a product of your environment, okay? Don't be too harsh on yourselves. There's always, you always need to question the why, not the what and where and when. You know what I mean? Just the why. Um, Mm -hmm. Be kind to yourselves. And imagine, imagine uh, what you would say to your younger self and say that to you. I think that's, yeah, yeah, that's perfect, yeah. How would you talk to your mini-me? Because it wouldn't be... I can tell you right now, it's not the way that you're talking right now. So I think you guys should um, have a friendly suggestion and just be kinder to yourself and um, really think about the ones around you and who you surround yourself with. So, okay? Okay. All right, this has been great. This has been so fun. This has been fun. Um, Uh. (laughs) But I got to skedad. All right, no, we got to fucking end this because this is too much. Yeah, we got to go. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week. All right. Love, bye. Love, bye.